0: You're listening to the riot show. This is the riot show.
1: You're listening to
2: the riot show. This is the riot show. You're listening to the riot show. This is the riot show. You're listening to the riot show. This is the riot show. Hey, man, the only place I go every night is the riot show. Cheeks. myself Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself maybe more. Listen, good music and special guests Listen, we the best, Forget the rest if It's the just best. me and Ryan,
3: Cheeks the team Yeah, we bout to reign supreme come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen Yeah, you know my team, yeah, we really just doing this Fluid up, every time we really just moving this Yeah, man, we mix it up
2: To so all of my fellas in six with up. Best believe, we the new way, Mr. T, Rob, Boogie, and Anthony Davis. let You're listening to the Ryan Show. This is the Ryan Show. You're listening to the Ryan Show. This is the Ryan Show. Yes. You're listening to
0: the, the Ryan Show. This is the Ryan Show. You're listening to the Ryan Show.
1: This is the Ryan Show.
0: Good evening, America, or Good Good morning, America. I guess it depends on where you're listening. Thank you for listening first and foremost. This is the weekly premiere of The Ryan Show FM. And boy, is this week different than last week. No, not just the content of this week's show, but the set of circumstances surrounding it. Unless you've been trapped under a rock or trapped inside of a house for some type of a reality TV show and you're not allowed to leave or know what's going on in the outside world, boy, have things changed. The coronavirus is amongst us. I know there's a lot of terrible things that come with the world pandemic, but I'll tell you one of the good things is that it's brought this trio back together. That's right, myself, Hamptons Dave, and the one and only leader of the Lost Boys, Mr. Cheeks, are going to be skyping it nonstop, and we're also going to be taking call-ins. So check us out on uh, on Instagram at the Ryan Show FM for daily updates on when we're going to be going live, whether it's through YouTube or Twitch or whatever platform it is we choose to use. Uh, But we'll be taking call-ins. More interaction than ever. And those that have been missing Mr. Cheeks in action, you can finally hear him once again. And only for this week are you going to have to deal with the Skype audio. I'm going to get this audio fixed up. As you know, there's a a goddamn catastrophe going on. Give me a break, people. You know I'm doing this all myself. I digress. It doesn't seem like there is too much need to panic. (sighs) Why? Because panicking gets you nowhere. We've all seen the videos that have surfaced this week of people fighting nearly to the death over toilet paper and other essentials when you're trapped inside for weeks at a time. At this moment in time, the date is Wednesday, March 18th. And as of right now, there is only a 24 7 quarantine in effect inside the city of San Francisco. But according to the rumors that I keep hearing, things are going to change. They already could have changed if you're listening to this program right now. I digress. Tonight is not going to be all about the coronavirus. Not only because I'm not trying to fearmonger, we hear it on the news everywhere. If you're Googling something these days, I'm sure that it has something to do with the coronavirus. We are going to do our due diligence to spread the right type of awareness about this pandemic, which includes a call in from a Hamptons doctor that, dare I say, has gone viral in the past few weeks. The lovely Miss Erin McGinty, allergist and specialist on these new world affairs that have been popping up. She seems to have really done quite a bit of research, a very credible source. So she's calling in to give us So she called in this week to give us her insight on what was going on. Mind you, this was Monday, March 15th. Like I said, things have changed very, very quickly. I'm sure there are decisions being made by the higher-ups that are going to change everything. Hey, even by the time that you're listening right now. However, she's very insightful and gave us facts. Proven facts on uh, what we know so far about the COVID-19 coronavirus. We also have regular call-in and conspiracy theorist, I'm not sure if that's technically what he goes by. He's had a lot of terrible, terrible things done to him, both by the military, aliens that have taken him from outer space, the one and only Rocco Fowler is calling in, and just when a story-esque conspiracy happens on this planet, he doesn't seem to believe it. In fact, he thinks that it's an even deeper conspiracy that he's going to call in and explain more about. And lastly, in terms of uh, new content, our dear friend Frank Cunningham who was once a regular, almost at points even a co-host on The Ryan Show FM back in 2016, 2017, before we were a radio show and we were just a good old-fashioned podcast. Frank is a great man. Frank is a great mind of our time. A jack of all trades. He can do it all, knows a little bit about everything, and since it is St. Paddy's Day, it's only right that we have a natural born Irishman call into the show. So that's exactly what he did, gave us a great poem about St. Paddy's Day. But like I said, we're not going to be focusing too much on uh, on the negatives and the craziness that's going on in the world. It seems that 2020 has been pretty rough, but we're going to look back on some of the better times of 2020. Like my trip over to Las Vegas, we're going to play that special that we put together, the coverage of the fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, and it lines up perfectly with Frank's insight and knowledge on the Gypsies. We got to pay homage to the Gypsy King. Also tonight, we're going to be playing last week's interview with R-Truth, a.k.a. Ron Killings, whose positive and uplifting spirit could turn the biggest frown into a smile. I think that that's only right as well. His new single, Set It Off, is available on all platforms. I don't know if there's a better song to play on full blast while your neighbors are all home. Mr. Cheeks and Hamptons Dave join us for the beginning of this week's episode on Skype. Even though we're all far away and self-quarantining inside of our houses, Mr. Cheeks is down in Atlanta, Hamptons Dave is in Brooklyn, and myself, I'm in Queens, We still managed to put a Skype call together to interview some of this week's guests, including the good Dr. Aaron McGinty. I hope everybody's doing okay out there, alive, well, safe. Enjoy the time with your family. Look at this as a hard reset. You know, sometimes it's good to take a little break, and who knows, we might get some free money out of the government. We got to look at the positives. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM, and without further ado, let's get this week's episode started. Bada-bing! Return, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM. Like they say, the show must go on. Not Heineken, Hennessy, nor Corona is going to stop this movement.
2: <laughs> no, nope, not at all. And uh, the on the line, get-
0: quarantine, baby. Hampton's Dave and Mr. Cheek Skyping in. But not only them, we finally have, for the first time, a real doctor. We've had plenty of so called medicine men on the show, plenty of people handing out. All types of prescriptions and things around. We don't want any. This is a real doctor official. She's holding it down out in the Hamptons right now. I've seen my mother reposting a ton of her uh, statistics and analytics. And she's telling everybody to be careful. Pretty much the opposite Uh, of what Hamptons Dave is doing out there. I was going
3: to say, so this is just a big conspiracy episode today, isn't it?
0: We'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, give it up for the good doctor, Miss Erin McGinty. Woo! Thank you. Woo-hoo! Thanks for having me. Hey. No, well, thank you because, you know, a lot of people aren't taking this too seriously. The next, I look on my phone, I see Hamptons Dave out at the bar partying, like nothing's going no, on.
3: No, I have not been out at the bar, but uh, I guess I did go to a bar the other day. Yeah. I mean, the, the
4: thing is, <laughs> it's not okay for anybody to be going to bars right now. And I think that's what, people are missing. People are hearing the message that we need to do to practice social distancing. And um, the if you look at the statistics, you know, young people like you guys are going to say, oh, but most people my age do fine. So what do I have to worry about? You know, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I want to hit the bars. I want to go to the parades. Or people who are coming out here to the Hamptons from the city are saying,
5: oh, I'm out here
4: on vacation, my kids are off from school, I can hit the restaurants that I haven't been to since August. But that's not why we're, we're not recommending social distancing, because I'm scared that one of you guys is going to get sick, or
1: you're
4: sick. I mean, I am worried because even people who are young can get sick and critically ill from this condition. I'm worried about elderly people, and not even so elderly people who tend to do worse with this virus, but really the main reason we are recommending that everyone stay in is because we need to slow down how quickly this virus is spreading. That is the beach. So we know 14% of people who who are over 80, if they get this virus, they're going to die. We know.
0: crazy high number and, yeah. and you mentioned earlier that young people can also get very ill from this and that's a very common misconception so to the listeners out there you're saying that there are people under 80 that could still get incredibly sick from this like how about our age say like 30s 20s still should we be worried
2: hello hello <laughs> Chiefs, watch
3: out Chicks, okay. stay inside
0: yes. i'm inside I'm
3: for people
4: your age on mechanical ventilation right now with no prior medical history. So otherwise the 30-year-old guys who are in the ICU setting requiring mechanical ventilation right now. I mean, that's not as common as older people, but we are seeing a subset of younger otherwise healthy people who are getting critically ill. We're also seeing a lot of healthcare providers getting critically ill you say
0: critically ill, what are the signs before it gets to that point? And is there anything that you can do before you're critically ill when you feel the onset of uh, of COVID-19?
4: I think that not everyone, but most people are going to present with fever and cough. Those are the two most common symptoms. People may also have sore throat. They may have sneezing. They may have some gastrointestinal upset and truly up to 80% may have Mild symptoms like a a viral upper respiratory illness or a mild influenza infection. So, really, if your symptoms are mild, the best thing that you can do is stay home and stay away from other people.
0: Now, when you say influenza, that's another common misconception that I think we should clear up tonight. People keep saying, Oh, it's this is nothing uh, worse than the flu.
4: (laughs) So, what is the difference? I mean. It is similar to flu-like symptoms, but the mortality of the flu, the flu has a mortality rate of about 0.1%. We are looking at different estimates of this of the mortality rate for this virus, and it really varies from country to country, and that's for a number of reasons. One of the main ones being our ability to test. So in countries where they can test everyone, it seems like the mortality rate is a little lower, and I think that's because they're diagnosing it quicker. They're keeping ill people segregated from each other, and they're also able to jump in more quickly and treat it when necessary. Who's doing that? Where you're not testing as much, you, you may end up seeing a falsely higher mortality rate um, for a couple. Again, for a couple of reasons: yeah. one, because you don't know the overall incidence of cases, and number two, because if you're not testing, you're not quarantining people more people are getting sick and more people are requiring the resources we need to take care of these patients. So there's a couple of different re- different estimates that we're looking at. But even if you look at a best case scenario in a country where they're doing an amazing job of containing this, you're still looking at a mortality rate that's at least five times as high as influenza and could be much higher than that.
0: Huh crazy. You no, know, sounds like yeah. that movie, right?
4: Yeah, it, it's it's feels like we're kind of a movie. And What's if it? people are taking it seriously, I I fear that this is going to become from like a a spring break off from school, have fun and hit the restaurants to people being in shock and realizing and Realizing what they did wrong that they could have avoided if they listened to what medical professionals are telling them to do right now. So, even
0: right now,
2: and if Trump ain't fired, that 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 that's that part of the administration, too, right? Where they knew all the science (laughs) behind everything. Trump got rid of all the Obama people that was working on that.
4: Well, there's I I can't get into politics here, but I'm just saying. to you know yeah. to be, which it needs yeah. to be he fight over them. To Tests which we don't have, and it needs to be cracking down on this concept of social distancing. And that's really something that I I didn't really get to finish telling you guys. The main reason we're supposed to be social distancing, and this is because this virus is super contagious, and we know that if we follow trends from other countries. Over the next couple of weeks to a month, we may see 40 to 70 percent of our population infected by this virus. The-
0: Is that what's going on in Italy? Is What are the numbers up to right now, the overall population that's been infected?
4: I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. And it's yeah. very different here where we're at the very beginning of this epidemic, compared to what they're dealing with in China and Iran and South Korea and Italy, where they're really being overwhelmed by this. So, our numbers are still not terribly high, although they're exponentially increasing. And we're really also not getting a fair estimate of the numbers because we're not testing as many people who should probably be tested because we don't have enough tests. So, what yeah. as you you're telling us is not really the true number that we're dealing with, not even close.
2: We what was that, we Mr. I was saying. Yeah. My thing is like, how they like when they be like, uh, forty people affected overnight. How they know all of this if they if they don't got the test and they be telling us that they and it's just going crazy. It's it's affecting everybody, but how they know it's that? Just, it's just the even, media.
3: They, it's,
2: they don't even know what they talking about. It's like night. You know, like, like every day, every day they got a, a different number to go on to to, to put them in us. You know what I'm saying? Right. So well, like, what they're telling you with the
4: numbers is the confirmed cases. But it's, like how they how they how they get the confirmed cases? That's what I'm trying to ask. People how that have been tested. People that have actually been tested. But there's so many people, and I'm hearing this in, you know, in these doctor Facebook groups that I communicate with. I'm hearing this through colleagues who are working in the front lines. Uh, you know, I'm an allergist immunologist, so I I work for a group called the NT and Allergy Associates out in right. Southampton. We mainly take care of patients for allergy and immune system and ENT problems. We're not actually on the front lines right yeah. now fighting this but, epidemic. I mean, we're certainly there to support our patients, and we're we're available to them for urgent issues, but the issues I'm treating right now are mostly related to my specialty of allergy. Having said that, I have a lot of colleagues who are primary care doctors. They're ER doctors. They're intensive right. of care unit doctors, and I am hearing yeah. from that they're seeing tons and tons of cases that they think fit the model or fit the clinical picture for a COVID-19 infection. But
3: they can't get the test to
4: them. So we know it's way more prevalent. And we also know that patients can walk around for up to you know, 10, 11 days with this infection and not show obvious symptoms. So just because you're around someone who seems like they're okay, doesn't mean they can't infect
0: you. And that's scary, to be asymptomatic with something like that. Now, you say that there's not enough testing, right? There's not enough tests, but uh, that's not really our government's fault. This is a brand new strain, so it's it's hard to test for that. But what do you think that we could have done as a country and really the government to prevent it getting this out of hand?
4: Well, I think we needed to be more prepared with more tests. I mean, I think we needed, quite honestly, to follow the trends of what was happening in other countries. There to
2: that doctor over there in China.
4: Before well, a long time in other countries, yeah. in China and in, and in Italy. And we've already been seeing the trends that the countries that started testing early are containing this virus much better than the countries. Yeah,
3: it's almost, not it's almost out of China, right? They're
4: saying that. Well, China was the first, and China had a pretty horrible time with it. They finally yeah. used to be maybe... Getting it under control, the country that I'm most concerned about and the country that I think we're sort of in danger of um, following in terms of, of what we're going to see in the upcoming weeks is Italy. And I don't know if you've read anything about what's going on in Italy right now, but it's an absolute catastrophe. What what, yeah. what there is people, they did not start stringent social distancing, distancing quickly enough And what happened is so many people got the virus at once that even though 80% of people do okay, the other 20% that get sick and need hospitalization all got sick too quickly so that they all needed to be hospitalized and they just don't have enough doctors, hospital beds, ventilators to take sick people. And that's that's what's here. So even if you're... A healthy person and you say oh I'll take my chances I'm a you know 35 year old guy I, you know they say most of us do fine I'm going to go to the bar and have drinks with my 37 friends that's incredibly socially irresponsible because if you get the virus you make you fine but you may spread it to three people and each of those three people within a couple of days may spread it to three more and then we get to the point where our numbers are so high that we yeah. over Um, our healthcare system's ability to take care of this and that's what that's just kind of flattening
0: what was that cheeks
2: I'm saying it's crazy because like this is a crazy situation right now you know what I mean it's like oh damn no I'm like I do shows every weekend and it's gonna get it's it's
4: gonna gonna hurt my career right now for a little while I'm supposed to be going to Disney with my kids next month but I mean that's not happening
0: yeah. It doesn't look like anything's happening for a while.
2: It might happen next month. See, they always telling you about some old. Uh, give us two weeks. Get in the house, stay in the house for two weeks. How they know staying out for two weeks? I, I do not know this. It's know b- 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 it just be bugging me out. How they know what to do? But they don't know how to cure it. But they know how to tell you how to do what you need to do. But
0: they don't even know what is cause. It's caused. It just be bugging me out. I'm just. I I see it being very frustrating for you. And remember, uh, to those that are listening right now on the air, uh, this was recorded on Monday, March 16th, so a lot can change by the time that this is airing. A lot can change. Girl, a lot
2: can change. Speaking,
0: speaking of the future, what do you think is next? I keep hearing these rumors on Facebook of a national quarantine, martial law. What do you think is the... I don't want to scare any listeners martial out there. Let's law. Start with we'll, we'll start with the, uh, the worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario if people are not socially distancing themselves from one another. What do you foresee happening?
4: Well, I think that's already what's happening. Um, I mean it's it's the interesting thing is we live in such it's a place that it's almost like a lot of different countries. You know what I mean? Like in Italy when they say quarantine and, and so you know the whole country goes into lockdown. We're already starting that here. The the governors of New York, New Jersey and Connecticut today just um, Announced that starting at after 8 p.m. tonight, all gyms, all theaters, all bars, and restaurants yep. are essentially being closed. Other than they're still allowing the restaurants to take out food, and it sounds a, extreme, but to me, it should have been done a week ago.
0: Definitely should have been done already.
4: From the bad, from what they happened, they
0: killed the doctor, they killed the
4: Chinese <laughs> doctor. They so- killed
2: him because they ain't wanting to tell everybody the remedy. So now he dead, and now he, we looking crazy over here because the Chinese want to eat vampire bats and all that.
0: Vampires, <laughs> the Chinese want
2: to eat vampires. I love that. Three hundred, then they want to fly three hundred infected Chinese people over here to see the problem. What the f- is that, right?
0: <laughs> A lot of good points there, Mr. Cheeks. A lot of good points. Um, so to the listeners out there that may have the coronavirus, that feel they have those early stages of the coronavirus, the sore throat, well, first off, what are those early stages? And what do they do when they start to feel those early stages?
4: Right. So so you're right. Sore throat, headache, achiness, tired, <laughs> sometimes congestion, runny nose. <laughs> Oh yeah, hangover. Coughing <laughs> right. are the main symptoms, but really, really, if you're feeling that way, the best thing you can do if your symptoms are mild are just stay home because and away from people because we can't. Most likely, you can't be tested with mild symptoms like that. I mean, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that that will change in the very near future. But as of now, we're so limited in the tests that we have available.
2: They, they tell you
3: to not even go.
4: No, no, because they can't test you, and all you're doing is exposing your doctor and other people yeah. to the possible infection. If you start getting worse and you feel really sick, then you call your doctor, find out if they have the ability to test or if they can refer you somewhere for testing. Well, or you how can about this? always help for your county or your state and ask for recommendations. If they think, your case sounds suspicious, they will get you tested. And then if you're tested or if you suspect that you have it, you really need to self-quarantine for 14 days.
0: Great advice from the doctor. What do you do when you self-quarantine? Like just stay away from anybody?
4: As many people as you can. I mean, usually if you're living with your family, you know, you probably will have exposed them. And there's no guarantee that they will also get ill. You got to wash your hands. You got to keep your distance as much as possible. I mean, the good news, I saw your cute little daughter. Kids do tend to do better with this, but they're also little germ carriers. So they might not get super ill from it. But that's why we had to close the schools and that's they
0: why carry to- it, yeah. I saw him running around outside here in the Rockaways in Queens. Just crazy. I was out, I was like the angry old man on the porch yelling, get inside, God <laughs> damn it!" yelling at the kids. face <laughs> <Hey>, that's crazy. It's me running around out there. Yeah, so what do you have to say to a guy like Hamptons Dave that's just running around like this no, is uh, running
3: around. no
0: lions anywhere? He's probably going to be at Disney World because there's no lions knowing this guy.
4: Hampton's Dave is, is trouble. I know his brother. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> in the family. I actually know his mom and dad. So, oh. <laughs> I, I have to say, because they're right in the demographic that could get very, very ill from this, your mom and dad. And again, there's an article in Newsweek. I would encourage you guys to look it up. It's The title is something like, not scared of getting the coronavirus? Good for you. Now stop killing people. You hear that? It's a- directly
0: <laughs> towards you, Hamptons Dave. Stop killing people. Right to me. Right to you. Now that's some. That's
2: some. Uh, that's different, man. Cause it's, you know yeah. it's yeah. gonna be hard. To, like it's gonna be hard for people, and it's gonna be hard for them to try to contain oh, people. Like so- I
4: don't know, man.
3: Yeah, you're going to be stuck in the house of Chi-Chi all the time now. Some Mr. Show.
0: and Mrs. Cheek stuck inside all day. <laughs> I'm
1: chilling, I'm telling.
0: We, we got the food <laughs> To the listeners out there, we are on the line with, uh, with Dr. Aaron McGinty. Aaron, thank you so much for calling in. I still have a couple questions. I want to clear up the whole face mask thing. I was trying to order face masks. I know they're out of stock, but somebody told me that a face mask doesn't actually stop you getting the coronavirus. So what's the point of everybody wearing face masks?
4: You you really should be wearing a face mask if you're sick. So if you have a cough, quite honestly, if you're sick, you shouldn't be going out at all. because about
3: to get a bubble.
4: Bubble blood goes That goes for all
2: main Uh, street flushing. face
4: mask is not going to keep you from getting sick. So like a surgical face mask, the reason surgeons wear those when they're operating is so that they don't like accidentally drool on my body or that
1: yeah.
4: splash on their face, but it doesn't prevent against these small respiratory particles, which is how the virus gets transmitted. And quite honestly, most people who get sick from coronavirus, it's because they the virus can live on surfaces for hours and someone touches a surface. I have to tell you a story. I went into work today um, I didn't want to, but I have to because I'm a doctor, and that's what we do. We take care of sick patients.
0: Bless you for that. Seriously, you're the, you the—you guys are the real heroes. Big shout-out to all the healthcare providers. You guys have been – it's a war, really, right? There's a war on the streets we ain't safe
4: from for real this time, Mr. Cheeks. Yeah. So
0: thank you, guys.
4: And the, and the real shout-out goes to the ones on the front lines, the ICU doctors, the ER doctors, the family practitioners who are seeing the sick patients every day. I'm trying to help with the overflow and – keep everybody else healthy, but they're the ones who are really putting themselves at risk.
0: And And the grocery store workers. Today I was at Trader Joe's. I was on my last hurrah out there in society before my self-quarantine. And I thanked the lady that checked out the goods. I said, thank you. Bless you. Bless you for for taking these risks.
3: Yeah.
4: So you to be the one that's spreading it out. Yeah, and try to keep that six-foot distance between any person, if that's at all possible.
0: It's impossible at Trader Joe's, let me tell you. We're crammed in there. Yeah, <laughs> we're crammed in there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Sirius Aaron, thank you so much for calling in. Where can they find you and get your expert advice? Because I started mentioning, but you've gone viral in the Hamptons. Everybody is reposting and respreading spreading information. Great statistics, great facts, great articles. Where can they find you uh, to learn more?
4: Right. So I, so I've made my, my accounts public on Facebook, Instagram, and I even started a Twitter account, which I never had before all under my name, Erin McGinty. Um, and I, like I said, I'm an allergist. I practice it at uh, ENT and Allergy Associates in Southampton. Um, so right now we are urging patients with non urgent medical issues to stay home. It's really the safest thing for them to do, but, if there's any sort of urgent allergy issues and, and moving forward, that's really allergy and immunology is my main area. But I'm happy to uh, speak with you guys anytime. And I have a lot of good information on my Facebook page, on my Instagram page. And I will be continuing to update it throughout this whole pandemic.
0: Thank you, Erin. Thank you. So- one last question. And this is for a lot of our audience. They're smokers. Smokers, myself, Mr. Chiefs. Smokers of the reefer. How much harm, and, and are we in harm's way at all, um, ask of this? No man. I ask. It's important. I don't want to scare you, Mr. am I'm, I'm burning every day. I'm burning every day. <laughs>
4: with uh, a smoking history, anybody with lung disease, anybody with asthma is at increased risk. We're also starting to see that you know people with other underlying medical conditions, diabetes, heart disease, Obesity, all of those things are risk factors as well for people getting more sick from this virus.
0: So be careful, everybody. Do
4: me a favor, doctor. Yeah, be careful. Ever read stay,
0: the- home.
4: After stay home and stay away from other people.
0: Oh, Mr. Cheeks, yeah, I-, I know what you're about to ask, and that's a good question. What book is that, that you that's going circulating the internet? What? The-, the book that you sent me the screenshot of? Eyes of Darkness. Eyes of Darkness. I guess there's been a, a science fiction novel that's almost predicted. Stick oh, to this. My man wrote the book. It's
2: weird. He it did. I saw that. That's weird. He wrote it back in 1983 and said the virus was gonna be coming in 220.
4: I know. I saw. I saw a clip of that on Facebook, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's freaky. It's deep, right? I mean, Wuhan is a known testing. It's
0: one of these days we want to get some type of a geneticist or something in here because I've also heard rumors that this is potentially biological warfare or something that was created in a lab outside of Wuhan. But you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna test your credibility there, good doc. Yeah, no, I'll
4: let you go speculate on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much.
4: Thank you. I appreciate you getting the word out. Okay? Because- yes. I'll get awesome. it right out there tomorrow and tell everyone. Okay, tell
0: your mom and dad you met me. There we go, and we're gonna let's all let's all smile to the listeners on on the radio right now. This is going to be released on YouTube. We're all video chatting and recording this. Let's all give a nice smile for a screenshot here, guys. Well, Aaron, thank you very much, Um, folks. You are listening to the Ryan Show FM with Doctor Aaron McGinty. Go find her on Instagram, Facebook, and all the above. Thanks for listening. Don't be too scared. Don't panic, like French Montana says. Look. But also, it ain't over till it's over. Like Yogi Berra says, look, we can put sayings out there for days. Be safe, stay inside, and wash your goddamn hands.
6: Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still trade huh? A.K., huh? though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock You hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Dre fell off out My last album was The Chronic, they wanna know if he still got it They say rap's changed, they wanna know how I feel about you it you ain't up on pain Dr. Dre is the name, I'm ahead of my gang Still puffin' my leaps still with the beats Still not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. Still got love for the streets, reppin' 213. Still the beats bang, still doing my thing. Since I left ain't too much change Still I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world. Still yeah. hitting them corners in them low girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the i E. I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them corners in them low girl. Still. in the home and drive-bys and acclimatics, swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic. I dip through, then I give you the DRE. I'm I'm for the gangsters all across the world, still. Hitting them corners in them Lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets, it's the DRE. I'm for, I'm for the gangsters all across the world, still. Hitting them corners in them Lolos, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets, it's the DRE. It ain't nothing but mohawk shit. Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with. Whether you're cooling on the corner, with your flop, lay back in the shack, play this track. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting the corners and the mumbles, girl. I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap. Try to be the king, but, but the th- ace is back. So when you wake up on Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game, still got it wrapped like a mummy. Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take they moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get my regardless Still, hardest. I'm for the gangsters all across the world Still, hittin' them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the d r a I'm for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting the corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect Perfect a bit, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. sitting for them gangsters all across the world, Still hitting the corners in the Molos. Still taking my time to perfect a bit, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Like that? Right back up in you. Nine, five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. DRE. Right back up on top of things. Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks.
0: And we are back, folks. This is The Ryan Show FM. In the midst of the pandemic, we keep on uh, keep it on. There's nothing that's going to stop us. Ain't that right, Hamptons, Dave?
3: Nothing ever stopping me. Just I'm just off the war zone right now. Really just back, just getting back to my house. I was out at Wegmans doing a little last minute shopping.
0: Just trying to be with the people as much as I can. I, I know you're not taking this thing too seriously, still going to work and all that. Jobbers yeah. like you still making uh, your way out into the streets, ducking and dodging these molecules.
3: someone's got to pay the bills
0: that's true you're in a you're in a very bad predicament, as are most Americans right now, hoping that this doesn't last too long because this really is going to change the economy. but we got to get to some uh, to some positives, and uh, our next caller of the night. Uh, by the way, Mr. Cheeks has, uh, has taken a quick hiatus. He's got to go mind the fam. He'll be back later in the evening. Uh, so it just happens, Dave and myself, taking over here uh, worldwide on The Ryan Show FM. But we have a caller that has faith that this isn't some type of terrible virus. He thinks it's something completely different. So to anyone out there that uh, might be looking for that glimmer of hope, hopefully this call-in will be it tonight. Uh, on the line is a regular call-in of The Ryan Show FM, Rocco Fowler, the last time that he called in, he spoke about his terrible experiences with the Montauk Project. But tonight is going to be different. He doesn't want to talk about that at all. He's off. That's completely off-subject, Hampstead. Rocco.
3: I want to know about this new beef between you and Yusuf.
7: What's that?
3: I want to know, I want to know what's going on with you and Yusuf. Yusuf trying to come on to you?
7: Uh, well, no, yeah, that and also asking me for money, um, which I'm not here for donating charity. Um, you, you got know, you got uh, money for uh, me? Just not. And, know, I'm not gonna deal with people like that. And then, well,
0: you you're know, saying people like that, Yusuf. To those that don't know, is our super fan from Africa. He lives in Ghana. What probably our biggest fan, I'd say, right, Dave? Yeah, I think
3: you Listen every week. Common.
0: To be honest, he does ask people for money. You're not the first person that's told us this, but you shouldn't be offended by that. Why, why wouldn't you donate to Yusuf?
7: Well, first of all, I got two... I, know, I have a child on the way and, a, and another uh, daughter who's one years old. She just turned God one. I bless.
3: I want to give a round of applause for your kids. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Bless yeah. your children, Malcolm.
3: Bless your kids, especially in this time right now.
7: Seriously. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I freak out if... I hear a cough or a sneeze. I mean, you know, it's... it's. But my opinion on it is a little bit different. Um, I think that what I'm saying is is there's this movement out there, and it's called the Q movement, the QAnon movement, which they believe that the whole web's going to just completely crash, and this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. And what they're doing is is they're causing this fear-mongering, you know, where they don't even... Half the stuff that comes in is from, you know, Riddick. It's been, you know, seen by other
0: media. You're saying a lot of of references that most average people won't understand, Rocco. And I've got to say, I'm very surprised that, of all people, you're not more freaked out by this whole thing, and, and you believe... And the aliens and all these other things. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but something like this is a conspiracy that's kind of coming true, and as it's unfolding, and you don't believe in it. I think that's taking a lot of people by surprise. Uh,
7: it's not that I don't believe in the conspiracy part, but I believe in like that the media is, you know, trying to make it more than what it really is. Do you think the government planted it? Freaking people out.
0: So you don't think that it's as dangerous of a virus I don't than it is?
7: Believe that word? No, I don't believe. First of all, it would the, the government don't like spending money. You know they're, they're greedy with the money as it is. Um, you know, but we're I'm hearing that things are looking, you know, well as far as people getting some kind of money, you know, if they're out of work, you know, um, they're gonna get paid. Um, you know, uh, tomorrow my fiance works at, a, you know, a place called Target. So and they're getting another truckload. Tomorrow. No
0: one's ever heard of that one. That's
7: the- yeah, Target a is it. They're getting it tomorrow. So it's not like our economy has completely, completely fell apart. Right. But if people continue to panic, see, what did I say with Montauk? It was about fear. They were scared to death. It's
3: a very good point. You think the government's just trying
7: to instill fear in everyone? Okay, I'm not going to feed into it. I'm not going to feed into the energy. I'm going to put out positive vibes, positive energy.
0: And I've noticed you've been doing that a lot lately. Normally, you seem to be in distress on your Facebook, but these days, most of the posts seem to be about God. You seem to be in a way better place mentally, physically, spiritually. I see you got a nice new haircut. Is this all because of your your restored faith in the Lord?
7: Uh yes. Um I actually had a really really bad panic attack one night and I literally thought like I was going to have a heart attack. And you what know, was it over? It was was weird it because
3: have you been having run-ins with like helicopters around or like SUVs or
7: last night was the only time uh last night but other than that I've kind
0: of stepped away from conspiracy what happened last night uh
7: well last night I was on another uh, radio show Planet X
0: shouts to Planet X I was on that show recently as well the gentleman the host of the show also did a song with Keith Murray so how'd that go how'd that interview go with him
7: it went it went well, uh, you know But I kind of got a little bit, you know With all this stuff going on, you know My kids, you know, I'm fearing I kind of, you know, didn't want to You know, put it out there I mean, I was spotlighted t- Several times during the interview
0: And he also What do you mean? What does that mean? You were, you were spotlighted during the interview uh,
7: By a helicopter So the helicopter really? just
0: flew over you and, and, and shot out a spotlight onto you
7: Right in my trees Right in my tree. Yep. What? What right were you in the, the tree trees limit. doing? The
0: interview? What
3: was that? Were you doing the interview from the trees?
7: No, I was just sitting on my back porch. That's it. Doing an interview, and that's when they
0: showed up. That's got to. I, I feel bad for your neighbors. Imagine just having property down in South Carolina, and then all of a sudden, Rocco moves next door, and there is just war choppers flying over the, the the houses every night. It's just it's terrifying.
7: Yeah, but it hasn't happened, it's less frequent, you know, now, it's like less, but when I got on that show, that's, you know, when you get into, you know, deep topics, sometimes you kind of say some things that you don't really want to say.
0: Like what? What is it that you said you didn't want to say? I
7: was mentioning, you know, my lab and, you know, how I understand my lab, which is considered uh, the military abductions, um, which, you know, know, do take place.
0: Uh, And there's all types of things that they do in those spaceships. I've heard they strip the people naked and they experiment on them. I heard stories about aliens having sex with people. Is that all true?
3: I've never...
7: I heard it's very similar to Jeffrey Epstein's house. What's that? I couldn't hear you. You broke up. He said it's
0: similar to Jeffrey Epstein's house. What does that mean, Hamza? Oh, what did you hear? Oh,
7: okay, Jeffrey Epstein's house. <laughs> okay, so the dentist chair. Okay. I get
3: yeah. It. A, lot right. probing, yeah no. a lot of probing. A lot of...
7: Well, yeah, that that is sick in itself. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> it's, it, see, that's the whole thing with conspiracy is is it's broken up into so many groups. Do you think he
0: killed, dude, no, I, killed himself?
7: What
0: do you think Jeffrey
3: Epstein committed suicide or do you think there was foul play?
7: I am no, I don't think he committed suicide. Uh, because number one, I've been to prison, um, and on suicide watch, there's cameras on you at all times. Um, and if you're on suicide watch, you're not even supposed to have anything.
0: <laughs> Rocco, the other day you mentioned to me that this was a whole conspiracy, not that the virus didn't exist, but that there were a bunch of celebrities arrested for pedophilia. Elaborate more on that. I was I was very spooked by what you told me.
7: Well, um, we do know that uh, I can't believe it was one of the CEOs um, for uh, Disney was arrested under uh, having, you know, uh, pedophilia. Man, Not what a spot to be a CEO on. of if you're a pedophile. <laughs>
0: it's like he's in Disneyland. <laughs>
7: yeah, exactly. But it's crazy because everything's shut down now.
0: Um, it is. So, you know, there is this thing where,
7: you know, there, I would love for this, but I kind of like sit back and I say, this is kind of like a wish list to me. You know, it's like all these people are just going to go get arrested. You know, for a minute there, and I had to look at the file, and I'm good at that, so I send it to my friend. He looks at it, and he says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this is garbage. It was
0: Photoshop." There's a lot of there's a lot of documents, a lot of uh, a lot of paperwork going around that you're not sure if it's real or if it's not. Some of it looks like it's been sent to official media sources and and to governors, giving out orders and commands, talking about quarantines. Once again, this has been uh, recorded on March 16th, Monday, March 16th. Um, So who knows where we're going to be by the time that this show airs. But Rocco, thank you for calling in. It's always good to have your input on things. And speaking to you has made me feel a lot better about this situation because it could be a whole lot worse. You know, speaking to Rocco, lets me realize that things aren't always what they seem. You know, so maybe, uh, you know, there is that glimmer of hope. Things
3: could always be worse. Yes. That's right, Rocco, that's thank right. you for coming on. Good luck in these times and uh if you quarantine, if you do cave in and you quarantine, good luck with you and your family and all that.
7: Thank you uh Dave. Thank you.
0: Send the love to the fan. Folks, you can that's follow right. Rocco Fowler.
3: Wave to the choppers for me. What's that? I said wave to the choppers for me.
0: be sure to follow Rocco on Instagram at Fowler Rocco he's on there he's posting he's more active on Facebook he's got his own fan base I'd say a lot of people believe what he says for good reason he's got some great stories that just don't get the mainstream media that they should be getting so it's always good to have him call in Rocco thank you very much for uh, giving us your take on things
7: you got it buddy
0: Folks, good night. this you too, my friend. This is The Ryan Show FM. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Be good to one another while you're trapped inside. We don't want to hear of any shining-like scenarios. I mean, yesterday, seeing, uh, seeing Mr. Cheek's granddaughter look me in the eyes and tell me I'm going to die was one of the scariest things that ever happened to me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but Love she you. didn't meet. She, the, <laughs> Mr. Cheek's iPad was dying. It wasn't me that was dying. She said the iPad. She didn't say the iPad, though, so I was freaked out. Look, this is The Ryan Show FM starring the socialite, Hampton Stave. And Mr. Cheeks will be back with us very, very soon. We'll be back.
8: to the riches, bag him in clubs, take your it, picture, it, trick your finger, always hit his lifestyle is rough, wow, let me tell, got the shorty name Bass. he stays on the air, he started singing at the age of 17, his heart's made of steel, kid. his mind's full of green, he got his first house, made the grand what it, bills they get dressed, he the bills to be blooded, and with the letter G, he bought the letter O, the next thing you know, man, he's waking in the dope, he put his people down, cause Set up for organization, organized on the block, nobody's slinging on the block, ayo, hey, we got the block on lock and it's the lifestyles of the rich and the shameless, some die with the names. some die nameless, it's all, it's all the same thing, it's, all, it's all the same thing, it's all the same thing.
2: Better run! I got the gun and popping off at you. Music off in films in the streets we in the So I runs with the fellas that's loyal to the L. Take care of family get business as well. I buy and sell, supply the hood. Both it don't be mo' I never lost it. And the politics I do it independently. Promoting get this money. It's in my father's me and all the work I put in, but to get something out of it, I enter the den, but don't leave out without a hit. I'm in with every intention. The wind got my trees and my honey. Let the session begin, mo With every intention. The wind got my trees and my honey.
8: Let the session begin, ma. Nobody.
6: I'm just a beast from the east Broken up these people's love from me Treating music like it's legal drug money See this is my only outlet But I get charged up It's hard to feed the streets When they keep the plug from me This word to Mr. Cheeks Rest in peace the freaky child I don't gotta put my L's up This music makes me high I smoke them like cannabis With this poison pen I'm A-plus with it Rap raised us from boys to men So run this shit again When you lean it with your friends In your Jeeps, Lex, Coops Or your Beamers or your Benz It saved me in your playlist I'm living dangerous Cause my lifestyle is Rich and shameless, you don't like it, kiss my And to the miscellaneous haters Getting light satisfaction that my dream in this life hasn't happened No, I'm nasty on this mic Kinda like Janet Jackson You whack rappers acting Lights, camera, action No, no, nobody Nobody can hold you down
0: You are listening live. If you're listening right now, you should be happy because you are alive and hopefully well. Thanks for listening to The Ryan Show FM starring the socialite Hamptons Dave. How you doing, Hamptons Dave? How you holding up? No sickness can hold you back. No virus. Nah, Has a virus ever stopped you, Hamptons Dave? Nah,
3: I could still go for 40 flu game. I live my life like it's the flu game. Jordan flu game. You
0: live it like it's Magic Johnson's. I think it's Well, magic. it is good. To uh, to bring things full circle, right? We talk about this almost every episode. We try to bring things full circle. It's hard when I have crazy ADD. My schedule's too packed. I can't bring it full circle sometimes, but with the coronavirus, things have slowed down so we can finally bring on guests that people have been uh, waiting for for a very long time, especially myself. You sound like you had a couple Coronas yourself, right? I may have had a few uh, Guinnesses. After all, it is St. Patty's Day, and this is a, a great call in for St. Patty's Day. I think this is the first Irish caller, native of Ireland, that we've ever, the only, the first and only that we've ever had in the history of the Ryan Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for the poet, the jack of all trades, the Jedi Master, Frank J. Cunningham. Yes. Wow. You can't hear the clack track right now, but... You can't hear the applause, but it's crazy. Hello there. It's good to have you on the show, Frank. How have you been, good sir? Good, Ryan,
9: good. I suppose I have to say... Happy, t- happy, I was going to say happy Thanksgiving, happy St. Paddy's Day to the 2E. Happy Thanksgiving. Hampton Dave is
0: there. That's right, he's become Hampton's Dave since you've last been on the show. To the early yeah. listeners of the podcast, he was once known as David Lacazio, but uh, like the Irishman of old, he took up the name of his town. Hampton's Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
9: uh, yeah. it's an improvement. It's an improvement,
0: yeah. You don't like the Italian okay. name? What, what do you mean it's an improvement? I,
9: I, they're all right, but you know, this is, I mean, they're fine, but this is St. Patrick's Day. You know, let's let's keep it, let's keep it Irish.
0: You're right. Uh, <laughs> you know. I want professional with me, right? <laughs> um, yeah.
9: So, Frank, I, I, know I if you know, like Irish. I don't even know what he's doing on today, but that's all right. That's your,
3: it's
1: your show.
0: I don't know if you but, saw But I, I somehow produced A very Irish oh, Definitely because of my beautiful uh, m- The mother of my child A.K.A. my baby mama The lovely Kelly I have a, a very Irish looking baby right now You'd be proud <laughs>
9: I've, I've seen him on TV he's got, a, he's got a good head on him All right
0: Big head The kid's bigger <laughs> than me It's crazy We're wearing matching but onesies they wear, they wear the same Ryan
9: size hat Hampton Dave? I don't know if you realize this But St. Patrick was Irish I'm oh, sorry, it was
0: Italian who came to Ireland. Get out of here. That's true? Uh,
9: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good to me. I mean, we won't go into that. We'll stay away from the religion right
0: now. Yeah, we'll stay away from the religion, except I don't know what you'd call it. We actually, we were thinking about you and we brought you up recently after going and covering the fight between Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. So you had you have great knowledge and insight into the world of the gypsy, which is what none of the listeners seem to have. We we gave everybody an opportunity to send us videos, and all they sent us were the, the standard Junkie Joe Joyce videos, the ones that we looked at many, many years ago on the show.
9: Videos, there. Oh, yeah, yes, I remember them. Yeah, the did, he? yes. You know, um, Fury, he's a, uh, his people came from Galway. His father was born in the west of Ireland in Galway, and his grandfather. And in Ireland... 're not they're not called gypsies they're travelers they used to have a, a couple of derogatory names for them but they're okay. called travelers and then people like me who grew up in a house uh, were known as settlers oh, okay.
0: but, um, I, I mean, like that it was thing. travelers it's like it's like uh entrepreneurs and jobbers is yeah exactly. uh, exactly.
10: yes, yes.
9: yes. <laughs> and, and that was a great fight. <laughs> uh, He's an amazing man. He's related to a bunch of bare-knuckle uh, boxing travellers who actually, because they fought, they fought English gypsies and all that, they're, they're, they're known as, uh, what do you call them, the, the gypsy, king of the gypsies, if they win the yeah. uh, bare-knuckle boxing. He's, uh, his father fought of a dozen or two fights, and another relative of his a couple of years ago, back in, I think, in the 80s and 90s, for about 20 years, was King of the Gypsies. Uh, I think his name was Barry Gorman. But anyway, you were out there for that
0: fight. Yeah, I I just wonder what a gypsy does with all that money. Like, imagine just traveling and fighting people for generations upon generations and then finally you can cash in. Yeah, he became a settler. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, he he got some nice money there.
9: That's good. By the way, talking about your child and children, Ryan, I don't know if you know, but Tyson Fury. Have you seen the size of him?
0: He's 6'9". He's a very big man. 6'9", almost 300 nine. pounds. Probably over 300 pounds when he's uh, not boxing and training.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you know that uh, he was a, he was born three ma- three months maturely?
0: Wow. Imagine how uh, big he would have been if he wasn't. He would have been like 7'7". Seven seven. <laughs>
9: yeah, he, he was a pound weight when he was born. And that's what the <laughs> father called him Tyson. Because uh, he survived, so he called him after Tyson. Because he looked like
0: Holyfield's oh, ear.
3: <laughs> like a, yeah, like a Tyson chicken nugget.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, wow, that's that's wild. See, all these great fun facts. This was this was the the beauty of having Frank on. We're just two, as he said off the air, two uh, two heads from the Hamptons. You know, I wasn't two assholes. Uh, so we needed ah. we need <laughs> a sophisticated man like Frank to call in every so often. I no,
9: like I Like it. Like it.
0: And. <clears throat> I heard also that you had a uh, St. Paddy's Day poem. I mentioned that you were a great poet and that there's a, a St. Paddy's Day poem prepared for the uh, the fine fans of the Ryan Show, and it's about, what, the St. Paddy's Day parade?
9: Yeah, I, I spent uh, 10 years in New York um, and then moved up to Massachusetts. But um, I spent the first, what was it, four or five years in the Bronx but so I used to go down to a couple of years, down to the parades, walk up Fifth Avenue. So I wrote this poem. I might as well start it now and put out all this talking, right? Why not? Okay. So I'll just give you a background to it. In Ireland, when I was growing up, if you went out partying and hanging out with your friends and drinking, in my hometown, there was you know a couple of dozen bars, 10,000 people. And you'd go to bars for young people. But if your grandmother and your parents were going out for a drink, you'd meet them in a quieter bath. Mm. So when you go back to your buddies, maybe after Saturday night and you hadn't been around Friday night, they'd say, where were you? And I would say, you'd say, I was with my own crowd. You know, like my family. Okay. So I call the poem, I call the poem, My Own Crowd. Are you there, Hampton, Dave?
3: I'm here. I'm letting you have the shot.
9: I'm letting you have the... I
3: talk okay. enough. All
9: right. My own cloud. On Patrick's Day, I take the fifth to walk in stride with living ghosts of those long gone. Billowed tales of all who marched ago, passed down the canyoned walls from mouth to mouth to lift one's feet and step with feet long past in memory's view. Extant by music's wail. Pounding out the way, a mass of mind, snaked out as one, as if green concrete poured. Such whelming sense, that though I wish to plod alone, adapting toward the unforeseen and never known, one day a year, my people's blood demands a stand on foreign land. As years decrease my fill of tears when casting east to reel my west. It's now I look across both times, my childhood there, my living here, to march in silent awe and grateful stamp with all of those cross centuries long from out my shores who landed on this aisle, to play a mistake in what it takes to feed the challenging, churning, changing beat in the belly of this beast we call New York.
0: (sighs) Love that. Pouring of the green concrete. The imagery is powerful.
3: Yeah, the imagery.
0: We, we definitely needed this in light of all of these crazy uh, happenings around New York City right now, especially with the parade being canceled this year. It yeah, was good to right. hear that poem, definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Frank. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank J. Cunningham, give it up. And uh, one more time, Frank, the name of that poem? My Own Crowd. My Own Crowd. And for more poetry and more of your work, where can we direct them?
9: Uh, to the Ryan Show. To the Ryan Show. I'm exclusively reciting on the Ryan Show now for the next few months. So um, keep tuning in, guys.
0: That's it. You have more of a reason to listen. Thank you very much, Frank. And Frank, I I asked you earlier, do you have an Instagram? Because that's what the kids have these days. That's When people, I guess, when they were driving around two weeks ago, now they're probably sitting in their houses on Instagram. But while listening to radio now, it's important to have that at handle ready so they can see, kind of see what they're listening to.
9: Ryan, before you before I, I before you go, I want to say something. I was hoping to speak to Mister Kelly as well today.
0: Oh yes, the Black Irishman, Mister Terence Kelly. Black
9: Irishman, yes, yeah.
0: Uh, well, Mister Cheeks, know, he'll be back. Ne- I think that we got to get another another poem, hopefully next week, and uh, and you'll be speaking to Mister Cheeks.
9: As you know, he he's he, he, talking about Irish and all that. His his aunt, I believe. Was married to um, the first uh, black man to play for the Glasgow Celtic team in 1950-51, and he was known as the Black Arrow. The Black,
0: the black Arrow. Arrow.
9: The Black Arrow. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah, he was the
9: father. He was the father of. Um, did you ever hear of Gil Scott-Heron?
0: Yes. Yes, that's Mister Sheets's. Uh, I guess you'd call him his uncle. Like, like you said, yeah, is well, yeah.
9: Well, his father played was the first black man to play in Scotland for for uh, the Celtic team. What? Which is a big yeah.
0: I thought he like, meant the Boston Celtics. So he played for for a, a, a team over in Ireland or Scotland. I'm sorry.
9: Scotland. He played on the the Celtic, uh, one of the top teams in Europe, Celtic.
0: How many teams are named the Celtics over there?
9: That's the only one. Actually, Glasgow, you know, they have two teams in Glasgow, uh, Glasgow Rangers and Celtic. And when Celtic play, if you ever see it online, they wave the the Irish flag and they sing Irish songs. And there's a huge rivalry for well over 100 years. He played. He was known as the Black Arrow.
0: Fun fact. See that? I wonder if Cheeks, how do we not know that? The Black Arrow. But, um, but, you know, you cleared up another thing for me. I wasn't sure if technically we were calling the Boston Celtics the wrong name. I wasn't sure if it was the Celtics or the Celtics. 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 All right, good. So we've been doing it right the whole time. Just making sure. Frank, thank you for calling in. We're going to, hopefully you make an Instagram in the next few weeks. If not, that's all right.
9: Take it easy on the, um, you know what, the, what they're saying they'll have out in um, the Hamptons this summer?
0: What's that? Have you ever heard... Have you heard of Lyme's disease? Oh, here we go. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Corona <and> Lyme. <laughs>
0: oh, you're sick. But yeah, that's something that you definitely want to avoid. Thanks for calling in, Frank. Folks, yeah. this is yeah, The Ryan no, Show. Stay safe. Stay safe. To to there we go. Best of luck. This is The Ryan Show FM. We got calls coming in from all over the goddamn place. It was good to have the, Frank.
3: I'm going to use that. The Lyme disease. Sure.
0: I'm surprised you haven't been already. I'm sure you've been diagnosed with it.
3: That just caught my ear. That was, I like that.
0: That's it. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Enjoy a drink on this same Paddy's Day. Thanks for calling in, Mr. Cunningham. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM, and we will be back after a brief music break. Let's go. It's The Ryan Show! And we have returned, folks. This is part two of this week's episode of The Ryan Show FM where we look back at some of the best moments of 2020. And speaking of 20, you can get 20% off right now if you order some CBD and CBD products through Tribe tokes with the promo code Ryan, that's R-Y-A-N. I know the weed man might be cooped up inside, but the CBD man is out and about. So be sure to check him out online at Tribetokes.com. That's T-R-I-B-E-T-O-K-E-S.com, tribetokes.com. I know that I was smart and I ordered a whole bunch of that sticky icky from the weed man before this lockup, but not everybody did. Folks, this is your chance. Get that CBD, vape pens, all that good stuff. And these are the healthy kind of vape pens. Google it. And now, without further ado, let's sit back and enjoy this Ron Killings interview, and we're going to wind the clock back to just a few weeks ago, before all of this craziness, when I went over to Las Vegas for the biggest heavyweight boxing match in mm, at least 10-15 years. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM. Let's set it off. A big...
6: It's The Ryan
0: Show! And we are back music by Royal Gabe. That's right. Bottles popping in Bottles the Bottles popping in the studio. It is good to be here, Hamptons Dave.
3: It's always good to be here.
0: Especially when there are our childhood heroes around. I don't say that lightly. That's right. Big fans of wrestling, but that's not what he's here for tonight. We've got a musician in studio. Rapper. MC. A, a real MC. Performer. Too, this- yeah, a performer, many facets, many facets, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for the one and only Ron Killings in yes. studio tonight. Yeah, yeah, Let, yeah. <laughs> get that applause. What's track, up, y'all? And it's good to have him. Otherwise known, I'd say the majority may know him as r Truth, but tonight he is here as musician Ron Booyah. Killings.
3: Artist
11: Ron Killings. Artist, artist Ron
3: Killings, yeah. formerly known as R-Truth. Yeah. Formerly known as K Quick. It like all of Ron Killings. Killings,
11: R-Truth Ron Killings, um, Ron the Truth Killings. Like, I got so many names, man. It's like, as long as they get that R-K right, we're all But R-K. who would
0: have thought your parents gave you your rap name? Or I guess your artist name, right? Is Ron Killings technically your birth name? That's my birth name. That's See my, that? Yeah, it's my government, man. That's, yeah. There we go. And yes, sir. And uh, we were talking. We've been hanging out. It's been a, a good time in studio. Yes, so far. it has,
11: man. Hospitality has been like you know blessing this music. Very blessing.
0: That's kind of what we're known for. I mean, I don't, don't really
11: remember it.
3: when we got here, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: hey, that's an old
0: inside yeah, that's dungeon it. joke.
11: Yeah, yeah, oh,
0: man. And uh, and he brought his uh, his friend Little Jimmy in studio tonight as well. Little Jimmy yes. joins us
11: tonight. He's already had his his vision and made an episode, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Those that are real fans of wrestling know that you are a musician and know your story. Right. Because you've been in it for a long time in professional wrestling. Right, man. But, you know, we were talking also about this off the air. Your story went a little different than most professional wrestlers in the sense that you, everything seems to be coming together right now. And, and how many years has it been since you've been in this career?
11: Oh, my goodness, man. I'm 10 years, man, at least. 17 18 19 years since since we were kids like 99 2000
0: at least right and and that being said at this point many wrestlers come and go and it seems like a lot of them find health issues and find to be in trouble legally all this stuff it seems like you got that out of the way early and now you're involved in an entirely new career that seems to be taking off right now he's making,
3: making bangers (laughs)
0: Yep. Every making <laughs> <Nathan laughs> banners, which we're about yeah, to man. listen to right here tonight. But what do you attribute that to? What do you attribute this longevity to in your career? Man, um, uh, the good Lord, man.
11: Um that's the only way I can see it, man. And uh me just being committed to myself, man, other than being the suntan superman. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like bro. I'm just um I'm a normal guy, man. You know what I'm saying? Um I have good times, bad times. Uh, good days, bad days. Uh, I have big hopes that sometimes don't go right. I have dreams that sometimes don't get fulfilled. I have like but I stay committed to like staying on top of perfection. I, I'm a perfectionist. Um it took this many years for me to like be able to do my music. You know so I had to take a whole different path. But taking that path, man, I was jumping over the hurdles. I was staying committed. I was staying active. I was staying on my stuff. And wrestling, man, it just was a whole different path I took from wanting to be this big rap star. I took a path, man, that showed me a whole new way of life, man. Uh, Gave me a whole new way of relating to people, um, looking at people, um, being able to have people relate to me, being able to touch people, man. It gave me a platform.
3: And different people. I mean, you're traveling. Oh, man. You meet them all. You meet every... Especially so, those fan, That fan base yes. there, When you yeah, get to the middle Of the country Yeah it's like a-
11: That's what I'm talking about yeah. man I like to have people that A lot of country People don't even speak English yeah. But they know how to sing What's up with me
5: You yeah. know what I'm saying Yes <laughs> man
11: So it's um, It's allowed me man To like be able to sit In that saddle That I call me Doing my life My thing man And know me and myself,
0: and you knew what you wanted to do even before wrestling yes. in terms of music. Yes, but growing up, did you have any idea that you'd have a, not only wrestling, but a pro- you have a career as a professional athlete? Did you ever see that happening? I n- never saw it happening, man. Um,
11: cause I had I had football scholarships, you know, but it's just like I was bit by the music slash entertainment. Just
3: what position in football?
11: Running back. Oh, okay, right. yeah, that was good, though. Yeah, that was good. I wasn't wasn't a flashy one, man. I just like. Looking at my guy going and running the moment. Yeah, Getting ready to yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Derrick
0: Henry. Just well, right where
11: there. was the uh, scholarships? Syracuse. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Georgia yeah. Tech, Clemson. 5. Yeah, I, I was good.
0: I was good. I wasn't like
3: the best, but I was damn good.
0: Enough to get into yep. Syracuse uh, I,
3: around that time would have been Donovan McNabb was probably right there around oh, yeah, that time. That's right. so.
0: Around that time was McNabb, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you say the music bug bit you. What was it? What was the first hip-hop or music that that made you realize, all right, this is what I want to do?
11: Oh, man, dog. I came up with music, man, like just in the house. Daddy playing guitar, mom singing.
0: Oh, so uh, you're from a little, musical background. Yeah,
11: yeah, just music was just around, man, and being in church. Yeah. And, and, man, I remember like um, I did an interview, man, where a guy had a big boombox, man. It's like I remember writing my first rap listening to L. Cool J. You know what I'm saying? Knowing man. like oh, man, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do, but it's like, me being a kid, I just adapted to what I liked a lot, and it was just music.
0: And that was in Charlotte, where, where were you in North- Charlotte? That's in North Carolina. And so, the influence of New York hip hop back then, everybody was listening to New York. That's artists. where it was coming from, dog. I mean, yeah. Big
11: Daddy Kane, um, right. EPMD, Big Daddy Kane, right now, uh, right e,
0: Eric B. Yep, Rockin', Eric, Eric Sermon produces this show. You wouldn't uh, be able to tell them in Shout space, out to Eric. Yeah, shout Are to you me. serious, yeah. dog?
11: Yeah. Bro, I'll tell you a, a real story. Yeah. If there's a way I can find my pictures, man. Like, a, I was a, a show opener for a lot of acts, and I was also, like, trying to hustle, man. I was, like, in and out, trying to get to, I was at the Jack the Rappers convention. I got a picture with Eric Sermon, dog. <laughs>
0: That's a good throwback. I got to post that up. I got up. a
11: picture with Eric Sermon. I think I had on either uh, a uh, um, almost, like, tan shirt, or I had on cross colors. Mm-hmm. But that is law. Uh, that's dope that he's producing the show and I'm on it now. And I, and this is full like circle, right? Full circle, dog. we to tell. We gotta let him know. Everything's this. in a circle, man. But uh yeah, I've been hustling back then, doing it, man, and just um, taking a different route to get to where I wanted to get to, man. It's almost like me going back and remembering Jack Crockett sitting beside me and telling me, "Hey, this is what you want to do, right? Here. You want to rap? You want to dance? You want this, that, blah, blah, blah." And did it, done it, man. It's like now, and he always said. You have your own platform. You won't ever need nobody else to invest in. You can invest in yourself.
0: And that's the beauty of this day and age. Bro, now, yes. And now here we are all these years later, and New York hip-hop is pretty much gone, right? <laughs> just, you listen to Hot 97, it's barely any artist from New York, and it's guys from North Carolina, a lot of them, right? Look at some of the big powerhouses in hip-hop now, between J. Cole, The Yes, YBN Cordae. These are like yep. three major dudes. Did you ever, I mean, growing up down there and being around the Charlotte hip-hop scene, did you ever see this? sparking the way it has in the past few years um
11: like then man i mean like like you said we had pete pablo uh but like hip-hop man no no pete pablo I, I yeah right you can't can't forget pete man no take your shirt off <laughs> Twisted, like, who am i pete like, pablo
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so you've been doing music for a long time has right.
11: your has your sound changed though oh dramatically man yeah it's um it's matured and has quality with it now. With with that like possess of, um, I can I, I invite you into it. So it, we were it, it it's we you it's hard. Found, it
3: found your sound. It's all about finding. Boom, your sound. man! It's, and that's yes. It yeah. took this
11: long. It took this long. It's like I can wear that sound. I can I can make you feel it. I can you know what I'm saying. I can and you believe it. It's almost like watching a movie or, or watching. You know what you like. You know it's what I'm the saying? energy. You it's found your end. energy. Boom. You found
0: your voice. You found your energy. Yes. You can see it. You can hear it. Yes. And that's why I think at this time we should play your new song while you're, while you're here right now. We might do as well it, do it, right? Do it. Do it. Let's um, do it. And, uh, and one more time, we got to shout out the producer really quick because the, the, the producer, Jay. J Track uh, slash manager slash manager, yeah, great sound that he's got for this one. So yeah, I want to give him uh, a quick shout yeah, man. He's a uh,
11: actually he's like a whiz in there, man. And um, he and I hooked up man years ago, and we pretty much just it's been me and him, dog. RKEJTP.
0: I love that you guys have been working this whole time, and and he's his sound has developed to fit your style, which is, which you can tell when you listen to some of your older songs. It's evolved with your sound, so.
11: Uh, we got songs like maybe like I got thirty songs, but I got maybe. Three or four of those songs to where he was doing songs on me till I remember him. I remember a uh, specific day he said, "I found it. I found it, man. And I got your it. sound." And bro, he found it. and He knew. He said, "Your voice, your everything you say. Said, I know yeah. where it, blah, blah blah blah. I know where the music at. Blah 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 blah. blah. Boom. He, he he had the formula. Dog. It just clicked and it yes. slaps.
0: And without further ado, let's play. Set it off. Dude. Ronnie Killings in studio." Do it. Let's get it going, folks. This is The Ryan Show FM, and we will be back very soon.
11: Stack it up, stack it up, stack it up like dominoes. On it out, with an hunt it down like a particle. What I'm on is way better. Came up, now I'm way better. Told myself they tried to stop me, knock them down like Mayweather. I'm a king, I'm a star, I'm a bold, I'm falling on. I'm a king, I'm a star, I'm a bold, I'm falling on. Hot right, damn, what's that? Seem to call that I hear now. You the one that used to hate on me. I don't really wanna hear now. I'll take all the praise though. Don't be caught with your head down. Pressure on like it's game time. Better man up when I touch down. Whole team got a rolling bus down for the Nike. We light it, yeah. Top floor with an elevator, that's for the whip that I'm riding. Parachute with this new drip, I'ma show you how to get flying. Watch out. Somebody pass me the
2: lighter. Ooh, we about to set it on fire. Never heard a story about the crew we got up. Hater he ain't quick. I ain't got the time, but
11: I got people that can handle it. Mm, stack it up, stack it up, stack it up like dominoes. point it out, with an F, hunt it down like a particle guard. What I'm on is way better. Came up, now I'm way better. Told myself they tried to stop me. Knock it down like Mayweather.
0: And we have returned. Music by Ron Killings. That's right. All other it known. Off. Set it off, yes. I'ma knock yeah him down yeah, yeah. like
3: Mayweather
0: yes right knock it out like Tyson Fury yeah. dope right yeah. oh my yeah. lord so I mean did you see that coming I, I don't know what I mean I'm sure that you watched some fighting at being that you are a a professional see figure. that what that verse coming did you see the fight between Tyson Fury that just uh went down yes I did I did dog and uh Tyson Fury Deontay Tyson
11: Fury dog he's uh he's, he's cool dog he's cool as hell dog and uh you know he's that's some stuff with WWE Humble as hell. That's man. That's right. He's been involved, yes, with you. Man. okay. And I'm a Dante Wilder fan, dog. So it's like I got respect for both of them. Both of them hell of a guy. Who are you rooting for though? Both of them, man. Mm-hmm. I would not root for both of them. It's hard, man, to like pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: when you have a personal relationship with one and you're a fan of the other, man, you're like, man. That's like anybody. Like now you got to
11: pick one. That's like almost like which one of your kids you love best. Nah, you got a special love for both of them. Yeah, of course. All so of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, like I saw two lions, two
0: kings. Ready to go out there and battle and gypsies, I just have a love of the gypsies. We didn't really talk about this much on the show so far. Yes, but do you know anything about the gypsies, the traveling drunken Irishmen that go around just fighting for like they don't have jobs? The bare knuckle fights. The bare knuckle yeah. fighters. Talk
11: to them about it. that's what they do for this real. This is what little. they do.
0: I didn't realize when he was calling himself the Gypsy King, I didn't put two and two together. But videos were circulating on the uh, on the internet yeah, in a... of these drunken gypsies. Oh, junk, Junkie Joyce. Yeah, they you got know got the they they're families. talking about the junkie. They ju- have all their family. Fam, yes, yeah. and the families are at war. And the, the families are at plans. war. It's great. <laughs> hilarious Slate. they're all lit lit like they're just wasted all day they they wake up start drinking whiskey beat each other into i guess sleep mm. yeah, yeah crazy stuff yeah, like he's yeah. the king oh, of the gypsies yeah, they can have that one yeah they has <laughs> uh, quite the lifestyle they can have that one um but so ron killings the artist is it different than r-truth because from the r-truth that i know you've always been yourself that's kind of you know it's your personality right it's, it's not really a gimmick
11: it's not a gimmick man and um it's it's crazy man because wrestling we set that illusion. And it's a male soap opera, dog. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, ain't that much different between Ron Killings and R-Truth, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just now a matter of um, turning R-Truth fans into Ron Killings fans.
0: Which isn't too hard. We, you know, we were talking about this earlier, YouTube comments. If you really want to know how your music sounds, if yeah. you're an artist out there, anyone listening, put it up on YouTube
11: <laughs> and see what people have to say. They be serious, dog. Serious. They hold nothing back, man. They let you have it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because you don't
3: got to see them face to face. That's
11: exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And just like it's being able to take constructive criticism, I think. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, you don't really have too much. That's why I'm saying that. There's not really people bashing you on the YouTube comments. The like to dislike ratio is high. So it seems like your fans are coming out and supporting you.
11: I love that, man. I I love that. And um, kudos. Thumbs up. Peace, hand crossed the heart, love to my fans. I like just doing that, and I'm um. That's one thing about wrestling fans, man. They 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 real, they dedicated. Yeah, they they yeah. dedicated to the, the the story. Oh and yeah, a, and a lot of them exactly. know my story. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So I think with any artist, any celebrity, any musician, there's a story behind it. You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps. And us- plus,
0: they know good music. Let's be honest. The Boom. Stone Cold theme song, classic. Yes, um, right. Rick Derringer was it? The 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 Hulk Hogan theme song. There's been some classics. I mean is this going to be potentially a, a theme song for you to walk out to on the big um, Titantron, do they call that, the Titantron songs? Titantron.
11: Oh, man, I, I haven't seen that far yet, man. I just, um, my, my goal, our goal, man, is to pretty much, man, make, I'm, I'm going to change the, the world, the sound of music, pretty much making the world stop and start back again yeah. with this whole new sound, this whole new, you know, a lot of things come around change, be the new thing, the new fad, the new hotness, the new everything. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're going to be right now.
0: And I see it. You can feel the sound. You can feel the energy. Yes, dog. What else do we got to look forward to in 2020 music-wise? Music-wise,
11: man, we're going to release a single uh, every four to six weeks. I'm going to release a new single. Okay. Um, See, like the first single, everybody, they see it.
0: Yeah.
11: I I get it. Hey, we see you, dog. Everybody see. We're going to make them see what they saw. Second single, they're going to believe. They're going to believe They're going to believe, believe. dog. That's the way they do it. Third single, they're going to commit. So see, that, believe, That does commit. seem to be the formula,
0: right? Otherwise, that's the formula, dog. That's to get past the one Competition. One, yes, yeah.
11: boom. And that's so, the way we want to go
3: with it. Make the fans commit, and make the, the, the. I guess the, your enemies commit suicide. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: never heard that. Pretty one. much, Jesus.
11: man. Like make the non-believers believe, man. <laughs> your enemies <Yeah>. commit suicide. <laughs> what the? Yeah, he went way out. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hit hey, yeah. hey, your yeah, enemies. Went too far with it. Yeah. Oh my god. Won't nobody do that?
0: Yeah. Well, that being said. Dream collabs for this year Is there anybody that uh, that you'd like to collaborate with? My goodness, man, I'm a huge
11: Meek Mill fan. Huge okay. Meek Mill, um, Meek, um, Future. Uh, are these guys the, fans the baby, of wrestling
0: Because that's where I feel the baby, like you'd be able um, to get some
11: yeah, ill. That would be a good one. That would be dope, oh, right? Yeah, North yeah, the Carolina the take over. Um, that I don't know, man.
0: Because these guys are probably fans of you too. We can be like, whoa, Come so, on, let's go. Let's. I, would go. Hope let's... So. I know um, Offset is. Okay, so I do you do, think I that? I was something offset. Do you look at it as a, a hindrance or is it helping you so far? Like, what's that? Transitioning from professional wrestling to music, having like you said, you are now using another platform to be able to build your music fan base up. So, are there any hindrances? Like, yeah, we see all the good that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. You can get the fans to transition, but is there any? Is there? Has there been a time where you felt that it's hindered you having the career in professional wrestling and then trying to make this transition to music?
11: Nah, cause I had a career in music before I even like transitioned to wrestling, so, and I transformed the wrestling fans into me. Into your, yes, yes. into me, and it's um it's having that that relate. I can go out there, man. A lot of my promos I do, man. It's like I come off the fly with them. I come off the top of the dome with it. And It's like um I know I have that it. I can be maestro out there. Yeah, I can, you know what I'm saying. So one of my like,
3: good friends is a huge wrestling fan. I told him you're coming on, and he said. Nobody gets the crowd hyper, man. Yeah, you. It was like the crowd. Yeah, the crowd gets the hypest when you come out. It's the love. It's it's
11: the it's the commitment. It's the dedication they got from me. It's so much that I I have their attention, and that's something like man. It's like energy. Microphone commander. That's a true MC. I I um and I bro, I I take that with humbleness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's where it's like. I ain't trying to compete. I don't have to compete with no other artists, no other music. I got my own lane, my own style, my own style, and it's just everybody knows. Oh man, that's that's Ron Killings. That's the hard truth. It's it's me. Yeah, you know what I'm
0: saying. And are you gonna keep it all you? Are you gonna stay independent? Are there any bigger plans in in the Um, realm of distribution? Right now,
11: we just uh, things going good, man. Rolling fast, like right now. We're just gonna keep it with us for right now.
0: I don't blame you Why would yeah, you well, Let's, let's yeah. look around This is uh, <laughs> You can still make things happen Yes By keeping it in your hands And then yes, controlling man. the narrative Having your yep. creative freedom so. That's what And
11: that's what we like We like having the freedom That we got now
3: Those record labels Trying to rob you now See what's happening To Megan Thee Stallion Yeah that's right Yeah She's man kind of Nothing his, new yep. And
11: we're on the plan man. We want to be able to put it out When we want to put it out You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying So yeah. it's like We're still trying to stick To the schedule of doing them releasing
0: one Every four to six weeks I like it's, that I think it's gonna work and we're, you know, I was talking about it earlier, uh, vo- it's almost like a vulture culture that is starting to like dissipate in front of us where all of these dudes with money that were able to distribute people's music are now loosening up. And now they have to kind of all like team up yes. to prevent laws yep. from happening. Yes. Have you seen what's going on now we're, we're with Google and Amazon? Everybody's trying to give less money to the artists off of streaming. They're trying to team up to make this happen. But it's just a matter of time. It's the the grip time, is man. loosening. Yes, with the technology and the distribution being in our hands. So and everybody doing it themselves now. Mr. Appreciate Tellers. it, man. Yes, hell yeah. Yes. And uh, is there anything that you'd like to leave the fine folks of the Ryan Show off with on this uh, on this evening?
11: Hey, fine folks of the Ryan Show, um, we bust a million views in less than twenty four hours on World Star on their homepage. Shout out to World Star that gave us the love. That's the way to do it. And, Worldstar uh, yeah, man, that's like putting the pinnacle right there. And we're trying to reach a million on YouTube. So if y'all can go Everybody go it, like, stream, yeah, stream, stream. And this is one of those songs Follow, that you can listen subscribe. to. We've already heard
0: it like four times. As yes, down here, yes, right? it's, yes. It's got yes. repeat value. Keep playing it. That's it. Set it off. Let's go. Let's set it off.
11: Stay tuned. Not everything. First- Once you commit, you'll be able to get everything. That's exclusive. it. You
0: found your sound. You Boom. might as well run with it. Boom. Ron Killings in studio. Thank you for coming through, folks. This is the Ron 12 fan. And Ron, let's plug that Instagram really quick, too.
11: Instagram is at
0: Ron Killings
11: One. Twitter is at Ron Killings.
0: Oh, man, we got to get that Ron Killings back. I mean, I know you're, num- you're the number one Ron Killings, but yeah, Ron Killings, you're- if you're listening, give up that ad name. Hey, yeah,
11: and then uh, you can go check me out. I'm going to start doing some things, more things on uh, my YouTube. I got okay. my own YouTube channel, Ron no, Killings. No, TikTok or anything. Ron like Killings that. TV. Uh, TikTok is Ron Killings. Oh, you're yeah, on TikTok? Okay. Yeah, All man, right, we got to
0: catch up. We still got to catch up with that. TikTok but- Prince right now. Oh, you're yeah. in the TikTok friend? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do my thing, though. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Oh, oh, thank appreciate you for, for having coming, me, though. though. Appreciate it. We will be back. Uh, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen.
5: Has to be perfect for one second. Tyson Fury says he is living in Deontay Wilder's head. Red free, Wilder, and there goes with the left of Fury's down. Deontay Wilder
6: needs to close the show. Up. I believe so, and we all believe so. We don't know how the judges see but I have to imagine Tyson Fury's ahead of this fight. gonna get up can he get up can he get up he does after 12 rounds of action here at staples center the decision is a split decision
0: And here we are now. You all heard the results of the last fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. But what was going to happen this time? The rematch, long anticipated. Tyson Fury switched up his trainer. Deontay Wilder put on what, 20 pounds? Came in weighing the heaviest that he ever did. So I took it upon myself to fly into Las Vegas and see what the people there thought. And I ran into a few of them that were quite notable, including fellow broadcaster Peter Rosenberg. Houston hip-hop legend Paul Wall, baby, and Wade King from the hit Animal Planet show Tanked, just to name a few. Also a few fired-up Englishmen. I was around the Deontay Wilder camp all weekend thanks to our boy Classic, who you'll hear me interview later on in the evening. They're saying that this is easily the most anticipated heavyweight boxing match since Mike Tyson last fought. And you can tell, the energy around the MGM Grand was just insane. Celebrity after celebrity walking in through the lobby. It looked like the entire United Kingdom showed up to support this fight. I've never seen anything like it. There were definitely more British or English people or gypsies, I don't know what they were, around the MGM when I was in there than Americans. That was probably what surprised me most, was the lack of American support for our fighter. But after how close the last fight was, it really seemed to be up in the air as to who was going to win the fight. So I looked for the most passionate boxing fans that I could and uh, and asked them a few questions. Let's hear what they had to say. Ryan Verdell, host of The Ryan Show FM, reporting live from the MGM in Las Vegas, and I'm looking for the most passionate, fired-up boxing fans that I can. Let's see what we can find. So so who are you and where are you from, say?
12: I'm from Denver, Colorado, bro.
0: I right, heard you screaming Bomb Squad down the hall, so... Uh... Bomb Squad! Predictions for the fight. When is he going to get knocked out? Mr. Tyson Fury that is uh,
12: I don't know, bro.
0: Mr. I said Mr. Tyson Fury. When is he going to get, I don't want to be, I don't know, if I know cares, you're bro. Deontay fan
12: Fury's a good ass boxer, bro, so I'm not really sure, but hopefully Wilder can do it. I got 200 bucks on him. So. I love that
0: unbiased opinion, honestly. Yeah, That's really, great. Yeah, honestly, dude, That's I mean, great. I'll tell you who you won't get an unbiased opinion from is from every one of these drunken Englishmen around here. I don't know if you've seen this, <laughs> but it's scary Yeah, I was
12: sitting in there at the weigh-in with him, bro, so yeah Psychos. I got respect for both, dude. I mean, Fury can box, dude. Definitely.
0: He's a fighter. Yes, sir. So. squad. And it was at this moment that I saw a pack of rowdy Englishmen rush towards the weigh-in and decided it would only be right that I followed them and got their drunken opinions. Yes, you can. Squad. There's only one
10: Tyson Fury. One Tyson Fury. Stick the bomb squad up your ass.
0: So when is Tyson Fury gonna knock him out? <laughs> the bomb. The bomb. Exactly.
6: He's he getting took out the big. Gosser!
10: You, gotcha. gotcha. you big Gosser! Gotcha. Gotcha.
12: You big Gosser! Gotcha. Gotcha. You big Gosser! You big Gosser! Tyson Fury's gonna kill him. Fury. No worry about that. Tyson Fury's gonna knock him down. It. He's
6: bomb. gone. He's, he's out. out. He's Don't out.
12: out. Don't worry about no you
0: gotcha. you think So you really think he's gonna oh. knock out Tiantic? After today, no one else will talk about Deontay
6: Wilder. You
13: know the bomb is gonna get detonated. Don't worry about that. The bomb squad's a big wanker, a big prick.
0: Some very strong opinions from the Englishmen down at the MGM, very confident in their guy, Tyson Fury. But what did the fans inside the actual weigh-in have to say, not just the drunks at the bar? Let's find out. Uh, Let the people know, uh, first uh, off, who are you, where uh, are you from? Yeah, I'm Bruce, uh, Bruce Lojack, at Lojack 253, here, here at the weigh-in, representing... Uh, Tacoma, Seattle, Washington. And that's not all you're representing. I heard you screaming bomb squad. That's right. We represent Deontay. Deontay is the real deal. And anybody don't think I've been following
6: boxing since Ali, And Deontay is, what, 43-0 and with about 41, 42 knockouts. You don't get no better than that unless your name is Floyd Mayweather. So let me ask
0: you this. Deontay Wilder in his prime versus Mike Tyson in his prime. Who wins?
6: Uh, I got to go with. Tyson because he's a lot shorter and I think he'll get at him,
0: plus he's a New York City boy. (laughs) Shouts to New York City, thank you very much sir. Vanessa, and I'm from London. Vanessa from London, so I assume you're here to, to watch Deontay Wilder whoop ass on Tyson Fury? Yeah, I'm here, I was
12: down actually for a hen party, but then it occurred that this was on and we were like, oh my god, how did we make
0: this work so well? So, yeah, we're staying. <laughs> so you weren't even here for the fight? No,
12: because we booked this hem party last year when the fight wasn't even announced.
0: It was meant to be. It was. I, I mean, you can tell just by the vote up on that screen. It said 69% of the people in this arena were in favor of Tyson Fury. And we're not even overseas. We're in America right now. I know. So what do you attribute to that? Do you think it's Britain's love for boxing or the, the, the love that America has for Tyson Fury in this arena?
12: I think that there's a lot of love for Tyson Fury, mainly from the English. Um, I'm not too sure how many Americans actually love him. That's my opinion right now. I don't know if tomorrow loads of Americans are going to make their way down, drive down. If that's the case, I'm good for that. But I'd like to see a lot more Americans here because it'll make it exciting for
0: me. I'm kind of surprised with the lack of Americans around here right now, right? It seems like mostly everybody is from the United Kingdom. But hey, I guess you're right at home then, right? Yeah. Really quick, what are your predictions for the fight? Who's going to win and when?
12: Oh, when? Uh, I think Fury's going to win. I'd like to see it go quite a few rounds, just for some more entertainment, obviously. Uh, so let's say round seven.
0: Round seven. All right. So I guess we'll find out. Thank you very much. Anything you'd like to plug? Would you like any Instagram uh, plug right now? Why not? the radio. Oh.
12: Uh, I'm vanessahr.yoga
0: on Instagram. Find me
12: there, check me out. Alright, there
0: we go. And you heard it here first. Vanessa predicted that Tyson Fury would knock out Deontay Wilder in round seven at the weigh-ins. And it was at this point that I managed to sneak my way into the press room to get some great interviews with a few familiar voices on radio and an ever-so-controversial boxer. Let's hear what they had to say. I'm here with radio legend Peter Rosenberg. That's right, big words. But, hey, I listen to this guy every day on sports radio. He's got to be more into sports than ever. And I need his professional opinion here on The Ryan Show FM. So, Peter, who do you have winning the fight tomorrow night?
5: Uh, I am going to pick Deontay Wilder in the eighth round. Whatever people say around, I find it to be completely arbitrary, but I'm doing it also. Um, And I just picked the eighth because I feel that um, it'll take him time to find his shot, but at some point he'll find it. Uh, and I think he gets to win this time. I, I, listen, I think Tyson Fury is the better boxer, um, but I think Deontay Wilder just has a one-punch knockout ability with one hand that's remarkable. So uh, I, I think Wilder will catch him, and uh, that will be that. All right,
0: Wildly, having here, I know that this isn't here for sports. But we might as well hit him with a hip-hop question. So, of all the up-and-coming artists, both of us, we listen to. To the golden era of hip hop, mostly I know from listening to you on the radio. But of all these new artists, who do you think uh, takes the cake for you right now? Your number one artist? Let's say ages fifteen to thirty.
5: Oh, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big, big, that's a big, big wide range. So um, there's a good amount of stuff that falls in that category that I like. Um, takes the cake, number one. So you want you want younger than like the 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 kings of the of the business right now?
0: Exactly. Younger than me, thirty and under. And who do you? I should rephrase this. Who do you listen to? Thirty at the most, thirty and younger.
5: DJ John, who do I listen to most? Thirty and under. Um, I don't know. Um, it's a it's a wide range. I would say commercially, um, I like the baby. Um, I think he's a lot of fun. You know, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's re- rewriting rap as we know it, but I, I think he's dope with it. Um, I like, of, of course, I love a lot of stuff out of New York, um, pro era. Um, RIP Pop Smoke, I really thought that um, he was doing something different. You know, that, that's like, that's all I'm ever looking for is like, it's not necessarily ever going to be exactly my speed anymore. Some of it maybe, but not a ton. Um, I love IDK, by the way. Shout out to IDK. But um, Pop Smoke was special and different. That's one of the things that makes this so sad
0: his own voice and his own sound, and that's what's so hard to develop these days when everybody's doing the same thing, and everybody has access to the same equipment, we gotta lay back on air. No,
5: no. <laughs> I, I'm just doing an interview on a radio show at the same time, I'm fine. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you 100%, and that is what, one of the things beyond the obvious, just tragedy of the Pop Smoke situation, the thing that does make it, he did have such a unique sound. The producers he was working with, you know, took what was happening in London, made it better here, so RIP Pop Smoke.
0: Thank you, appreciate you, Peter. Thanks, Peter, for letting me interrupt your broadcast of The Michael K. Show. I believe that's what they were recording. It was on Vegas time. It was a little confusing. Next, I ran into Big Tigger, another legendary radio DJ who's got his own show, The Big Tigger Show. Be sure to check it out. Let's hear what Big Tigger had to say. Reporting live from Wilder Fury 2, I'm with Tigger, and I want to know, for your prediction of the fight, how is it going
13: to end? I think it'll be a technical knockout. Fury shows something to me by getting up twice, (laughs) but he didn't get caught flush. So, I mean, either hes I still think it'll be like, the ref might have to stop it because somebody's wobbly, and I think it'll be Tyson Fury that's wobbly.
0: All right, and this is one of the more popular fights in a very long time. What do you see the future of boxing in America looking like with the rise of MMA and all these other combat sports?
13: I mean, MMA is its own little thing right now. There are people who love both, and one who like one and hate the other. Um, I think whatever you know pick your poison, whatever you like whatever you enjoy, but boxing it, you know we haven 't had a real good heavyweight situation in a while, and that 's always been the gas to the, to the car of boxing oh, yeah. uh, now we 're developing that, it looks like it 's on a return and on the rise a lot more a, a lot more attention to be paid to boxing that we have like some really viable entertaining heavyweights in the, in, in, the, in the weight division. So I think if, if this fight goes the way it should be, really entertaining, like a fight, fight, um, and then the next couple of fights, I think I think the popularity of boxing could return to its, its all-time high Ooh, of the past.
0: Big words. All right. Also, back to the future of boxing, who do you think, I don't want to say the next Deontay Wilder, but who's the next big name in heavyweight boxing in America?
13: Next big heavyweight? I can't say that I know the division that well but I, I, I would like to see this joshua wilder fight i mean everybody, everybody wants to see it we want to see if it's what's real and what's not we want to see that so hopefully deontay handles this business i don't know how that all the business got to get worked out but i really would be looking forward to a wilder joshua fight
0: uh, you we, and everybody else yeah. honestly <laughs> this is it this is what we want to see so if you guys see. are watching any promoters make that Happened. thank you (laughs) and there you have it tigger huge boxing fan making a pretty reasonable decision uh or so it seemed at the time and the next guy i found was later escorted by the las vegas pd out of the building apparently he was trespassing at the mgm one of the illest fighters in the game right now the ever so controversial adrian broner let's hear what he had to say And we are live, The Ryan Show FM, with the one and only Adrian Broner. Who do you got for the fight Saturday night? Uh, Deontay. What's going to happen? What's the outcome of this fight?
3: I think he knock him out, 6th to 8th round.
0: 6th to 8th round? Yeah. All right. And uh, I got to ask this, too. I do a show with Mr. Cheeks in New York City, Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys. And we need to know who's your favorite MC in New York City. Right now, A Boogie. A Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah. His his uh, His new CD is Fire. All right, and your favorite group, your favorite rap group to come out anywhere, anywhere right Migos. now. Migos. All right. The Ryan Show FM, Real Boxing, always, let's go. And it was at this time that I decided to leave the media room and stop back into my room to switch equipment. And boy was I surprised when I walked into our presidential suite. Once again, shouts to Beyond Equity for going above and beyond with providing us with this presidential suite uh, over at the Rio. So I make my way back to the Rio Hotel and sure enough, in the room, is the star of the hit series Tanked on Animal Planet, Wade King, who also happens to be friends with Kraft Chris. So I sat down for a few minutes and got to ask him a few things. Let's hear what he had to say. All right, and so I just walked into the hotel room fresh off the streets of Vegas covering this fight, and uh, wow, what a surprise. In the room here happens to be the star of Tanked, Wade King. What's happening? And Wade, how you doing, man? What are you doing in the room, first of all? Just hanging out with the right people. Kraftberg or Chris, huh? There you go, Ryan. I guess we all have the same ties after all. Yep. So, what do you think? Who's going to win this fight tonight? I don't know. I think it's, you know, it's going to do
10: good 50 50. So, you know, if you take one side, someone hates you, you take the other side. So, I'm right in the middle. I, I root for them both.
0: You're not going to go for the American? Well, you know, if, let's say you didn't
10: put the good time in. You know, you didn't really hustle it out. He doesn't deserve it. You know, so whoever really puts the good time
0: in deserves it. May the best man win, as they say. Uh, so, I mean, it's been how long now since uh, Tanked has been on Animal Planet? Oh, we've been filming for over about 11 years. 11 years? And that's how many seasons? Because you guys split it, right? Two seasons a year? Yeah, the, the
10: network does things a lot of differently. Yeah. You know, so sometimes, you know, we, we put on 20 shows, an hour a show.
0: I know we don't have much time right now, but there are a few things, basic questions that I have. Your slogan is you guys can make anything that you dream of, right? If somebody dreams it, you guys can make if it. If
10: you can dream it, we can build it.
0: Has there been a nightmare? Has there been anything just too crazy for you guys to actually put together?
10: All right, so someone dreams of a tank and you know, they might have a budget, say, of hundred grand, and so it's out there, but it might take 200000 to build it. So that's the only reason why we wouldn't build it.
0: So money's the only thing that can hold you guys back? Correct. So that being said, what is the most insane tank that you guys have ever been ever built?
10: Oh, uh, We've done 10,000 tanks worldwide. We did like uh, Dwight Howard, Tracy Morgan, Shaq, you know.
0: So who are the craziest tank of each one that you've built? Well, each
10: one's different. We did a church in Dallas. It's called IBOC. It took two and a half years to build. It was four and a half million dollars. Wow. So how many fish does that hold? Well, if you got little fish, you can go the. I guess it depends. 000. Well, they got sharks yeah. in there? Like, right. Yeah, he yeah. has all different species of Jesus. sharks. Yeah. But sharks, there's 440 species. Yeah. There's only a few that we recommend for an aquarium.
0: That's insane. So are there any fish that you don't recommend for the aquarium? There's a lot out there, there. yes. Yeah. So, what, so So, yeah. so are there, there are some fish that you won't mess with. There are some well, that you, are off. You know, you have great white sharks. Yeah. You don't want to
10: put that kind of fish in a tank. It, it can be 20- done, though. If it's big enough
0: yeah. yeah Oh man Do you think you could ever Take on something that crazy Someday if they pay enough money
10: Well we, you know We build a lot of big things We do you know The Bass Pros The Cabela's We do SeaWorld So those large tanks That you know Are in public That they can go see And stuff So some of the animals Get hurt out in the, you know Wild And they'll end up dying So you get those species And bring them And help them That's really good
0: So what other endeavors Do we have going on Besides just the show We have
10: tons of things Going on You know we have um, I have a beautiful Water unit for the house That gives you purified water um, We have a grow house so you can grow tomatoes and stuff in your house we have all different avenues we're moving to a new location here in vegas tours come in we have the hats the shirts the memorabilia so there's so much stuff that you can actually get and see and when you come down there a lot of times we are there we can do portraits pictures autographs and you know we like to educate a lot of people all right
0: so what do we got 2020 what do we have to look forward to
10: um, well, 2020, we got two new shows we're planning on two right now. Two new shows? Correct. So, wow. congrats. Um, we'll release them soon. You know, we're going to be in a new location. Can we announce
0: who it's through, who's distributing the show? Um,
10: they're, they're major networks. So major networks, correct. okay. And then we're going to do our own YouTube channel. Which you got to, not, and they stay yeah. in this day and age? Sure. Why not, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, and then, you know,
10: it's more freely. You can do whatever you want. You can have the client on there, celebrities, and so stuff like gonna that. So, what's
0: going to be different? What are you going to add to your YouTube channel that they can't see on the major networks? You, you have a chance to show more, you have a chance to educate. The kids can see the
10: filtration the life support. We want to educate so they understand. You just don't want to buy a fish tank and not know how to take care of it. So we want to be able to, like a five-year-old can take care of it. The moms can take care of it. Years ago, they were headaches. So we have a platinum line tank that's coming out. It's already out, but it's all over. And that's a tank that's self-contained. And we're going to do some little videos you know, how to teach and stuff like that. And you'll see them on YouTube and stuff.
0: Ooh, all right. All right, last question. We're on a lot of hip-hop stations out there. Do we have any rappers that are going to be buying any... Big-ass fish tanks for from you this year.
10: We have some real big guys out there that already notified us. We already spoke with them, and they're ready to go.
0: Oh, man. no, You can't name drop yet? Well, I don't like to do that yet. Until, All right, we got to wait. We Money in the bank. You don't talk. Uh, exactly. in the bank. Can't count those eggs before they hash. But yeah, you got it. Yo, thanks for pulling up. I mean, I should say you're already in here, but uh, thanks for giving us the uh, fight prediction. We'll see what happens. Yes. And uh, any last words for the fine fans of The Ryan Show FM?
10: Um, keep listening. You'll see a lot of good stuff and educated, and it's one of the best shows.
0: Thanks for joining us, folks. Let's get back to this fight coverage. Flash forward Saturday night. It is finally time for the long-anticipated rematch, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury Part 2. I mean, we all know what happened, but why don't we listen to a little bit of an audio recap of the fight?
5: Wilder Fury 2. Here we go.
12: And you see Tyson Fury throwing the left hook before right hand,
1: and the
11: right hand goes right on the top of the head. Deontay saying, "What happened?"
6: But that's the shot that Tyson Fury's been trying to land this whole fight.
5: His physical stature it belies his skill. His let, me this, let me
6: tell you, let me tell you, down a body shot to Wilder, and he's looking for the spot, hits him to the body, and Fury looks like if he lands a good punch, Deontay will go
5: down. Definitely he doesn't look What was he just doing with his tongue right there? He said, I want to taste blood. Fury did it. None of his corner mates are telling him to keep his hands up, which is important. And another head-snapping jab from Tyson Fury. We always talk about how Deontay Wilder has the ultimate eraser. But you have to be able to execute on it.
6: He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still the undefeated Lidio Heavyweight Champion and the new WBC Heavyweight Champion of the world,
0: the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury! I'm with Houston legend Paul Waugh. Very honored to meet you, but more importantly, we just witnessed a real upset tonight, uh, according to me yeah. as an American. It was a great fight, great fight, definitely was an
11: upset. A, a, a lot of us Americans for sure would expect Wilder to win. But you know, all I can like say is I'm
2: looking forward to part three, where that part three at, man. The trilogy, so
0: who do you got for the trilogy?
2: I mean, it's, it's definitely tough to call, but, I mean, I, I still got Wilder just because he's that beast. Even up until the
11: time they called the fight, I was just thinking to myself, all it takes is one punch, even if it's just a little luck or
0: something, but, and he got that type of power in him, too. That he, got, he definitely got the power to where you catch you. A true knockout artist, and it's good to see heavyweight boxing get the respect that it deserves again. And uh, one more thing, uh, I really enjoyed that new track with Static and Benny the Butcher. Looking forward to seeing some more work. Do we got some more work coming our way for the with uh with uh, Static and Benny? Yeah, man. Me and Benny got a, a, a few songs together. Um, and of course Static, we 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 think we're talking about another project, so we might have another gift,
2: thanks to us, some another project coming for the show, man. Big shout out Static Select, on my boy, man.
0: Big shout out to Paul Wall, an extremely nice guy, and killed that show during the after party, a big weed event that we went to in Las Vegas. But I think it's time that we get back to our regular scheduled programming. Who do you think would win a rematch, part three, a trilogy? Let us know in the comments. Check us out on The Ryan Show FM on Twitter. Tell us what you think. And it's time to get back to Posnerland. We'll see you in a few. Gabish? It's The Ryan Show! All good things must come to an end. Look, I'm not making an end of the world reference. This is the end of The Ryan Show FM. And like they say here in the entertainment business, the show must go on. So be prepared for all new content next week. And matter of fact, be prepared for all new content sooner because we're stuck inside. Myself, Mr. Cheeks, and Hamptons Dave are going to be hanging out on Skype. We're going to be inviting you guys to join us Call-ins are finally happening on the Ryan Show FM. However, the only place to find out when these call-ins will actually happen is on my Instagram, Hampton dave's Instagram and Mr. Cheeks's Instagram. But I'll make it simple for you. Check out the Ryan Show FM, at the Ryan Show FM to be specific, and you can find out when it is we're going to be taping our episodes cuz you can join us from home. Look, I know there's a lot of bad things going on in the world, but I'll tell you one good thing the coronavirus did was bring the trio back together. Plus, we can have you guys join us as well. We haven't decided if we're taking the show to Twitch or YouTube, but we'll be putting out those details soon. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of The Ryan Show FM. Be sure to subscribe, give us reviews. We've got all new content uploaded to our iTunes, so go there and uh, give us those five stars please we know there's plenty of people that listen but we need the reviews to show that too I want to give a big thank you to the stations that we're broadcasting on right now if it weren't for you guys well we wouldn't be doing this at all so thanks for keeping the doors open it's important that the radio stays here don't spread the coronavirus spread the word of the Ryan show tell all your friends that we are going to be going all out non-stop content follow us on Instagram at the Ryan show at the real Mr. Cheeks, 132 and at Hamptons Dave. And this concludes this week's episode of The Ryan Show FM, folks. We will see you next week. Wash your hands, distance yourself from others, and keep on tuning in. Like Mr. Cheeks would say, bada bing. Later, folks.